Ultra. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze, celebrate Spider-Man 3, one we all make choices minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Jake Dragas. I'm Phil. Hi. Hi. Welcome welcome, welcome back, back, Jake Hi. and Phil. Hello. I'm oh, thank so you. glad to be back. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> Tuesday, I believe. It's a beautiful it Tuesday out Good. there in the wild uh, Late 2019. And we're back uh, to talk about more Spider-Man. So today we're talking about Minute 127, (laughs) which uh, begins with Mary Jane uh, running toward uh, her forgotten friend um, and uh, ends with, um, you know, the one that slammed her into a wall and made her break up with her boyfriend. That friend. Yeah. Um, Okay. That one. And uh, and ends with uh, 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 going back in the flashback again. Yeah. yeah. With uh, with uh, mm. the flashback with uh, poor uh, uh, Cliff. <laughs> Cl- poor Cliff Robertson um, playing <laughs> Uncle Ben again, and just I just can't get over how he's aged like fifteen years between movies. <laughs> no. You know what? You're totally right, though. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's really rough. I don't know what happened. Maybe did do you? I wonder. Did Cliff Robertson have a stroke? Maybe. Oh no. Ooh, maybe. maybe if that's that, the case, that yeah. could be it. That could be it. Because oh. it it does he, he's got he's got that like uh, recovering from a stroke like mm-hmm. facial thing yeah like on. that sort of Bell's palsy thing where like part of your face doesn't is it, like drooping mm-hmm. it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah wow. um, so yeah. I think maybe yeah, that sucks, might though. have been what happened I'm not sure because uh, yeah it doesn't make sense that he would have aged this much that quickly um, mm. that's the only thing that makes sense so yeah or some kind of illness I don't know yeah but, uh, I mean we love him obviously either, either way we love him clearly. and it's very unfortunate Absolutely. poor guy yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> Speaking of poor guys where unfortunate things happened, uh, Harry got stabbed. and He did. And, and yeah. then his friends forgot about him. Also, I, it's fantastic. <laughs> the way that he's just, the way That's that he's true. laying there when she first approaches him. Number one, it doesn't look like he <laughs> fell from anything because he's like on the edge of the building. Like yeah. he was, he was firmly in the middle of the building. So it looks like he just walked over there and laid down like uh, Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. And it's just leave me alone to die. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they have left me. Yeah. yeah, my friends, um, best friends. Contemplate. Yeah, my best friends. <laughs> um, also, I need to point out that he doesn't seem to be bleeding. Yeah, What's like is there? No, uh, no. I was going to say, not. is that like a, a a conscious effort to not skirt the edges of their uh, MPAA rating? I like, would assume so, but like, like also, it. like he is <sighs> mortally wounded. Uh, uh, like, I mean, then I, again, I guess the blood could be sort of. You know, underneath the suit type thing. I mean, you know. yeah, that's usually yes. my thinking. Whenever some someone it's with dark, so much clothing, dark yeah, dark in, clothing, it's like you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, guess, but like, even when his dad got stabbed, like they couldn't show like gushing blood from his like wound or whatever. But they had him like cough up some blood. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like yeah, true. Don't tell Harry or whatever. Uh, like 
he looked worse for the wear yeah. than, than Harry does right just, now. Just, like, literally, like, I get that they can't have, like, a pool of blood around him, but, like, just, like, having him, like, have some, like, blood in his mouth would have mm-hmm. been at least, like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this guy, this guy's not doing so hot. But mm. he looks fine. He just looks like he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's resting. He's, yeah, he's resting. He's <laughs> yeah. sleepy. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, I'm just, I'm really tired. Mary Jane. <laughs> I'll go to sleep I'm now. build a focus over here so I can press the heel button and then I'll, I'll jump back in. Don't you worry. I'm sure Peter's busy upstairs doing something important. Oh, man. More I mean, important than me, obviously. Arguably. I mean, yeah. Like, it's good. That he wouldn't kind of won the fight with Sandman without Harry's help here, but he did have to take care of the alien monster that was killing people. Yeah. So. yeah. Also, to the best of my knowledge, it appears that... Um, that uh, because like it was nighttime when Venom <laughs> blew up, so it oh, seems no. as though like Peter has just been standing here watching <laughs> the spot where the symbiote died for like about an hour, just oh, like no. as the sun came up. <laughs> well, we all I don't know if you remember the famous uh, time this sort of thing happened as well in <clears throat> a, another comic book movie, also with the three, although it was oh, called boy. The Last Stand. And it oh, was indeed boy. X-Men The Last Stand where oh, no. Magneto takes that huge giant bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, and mm-hmm. um, you know plops it down. The, all the bad mutants walk into the island and he turns around, sees a family in the car, and then turns around again and it's suddenly nighttime after being sunset. You know, I've noticed some movies do this. And I don't know if it's uh, just something that they couldn't you know work around or, or correct or something, but the, the continuity with the night to morning or, or yeah. morning to night. Sometimes it almost always really feels like, like there was a scene of the transition that got axed or something. Yeah. Like we have all these scenes that are, you know, exterior, night, blank pl- thing. And then we have a, a daybreak scene and then we have our daytime ones. Yeah. The, the dawn or whatever. Uh, but just if it's if we don't see the transition, then it's always going to feel jarring going from one to the other. Like Oh, for sure. Right. Because it doesn't even if it was like, OK, right before dawn nighttime wise. Right after dawn, daytime wise, is not super bright. So, it, yeah, there's ta- there's, there's got to be time a... missing. <laughs> yeah, I think what they really were missing here mm-hmm. uh, between uh, the the dawn coming in right now with that red mm-hmm. uh, horizon horizon line mm-hmm. is blue hour. Like what I've noticed in many movies right. is that one of the best times in the in the day is blue hour when you know the sun goes down and there's this wonderful blue ambience mm-hmm. and this is completely mm-hmm. missing here. It just right. goes directly from nighttime to hey the sun here it's coming. I want to say Scott, um, see Peter was standing there for an hour and, and during that hour that's when he picked up the pool again. Oh you know, right, so, that's so we have that constant exactly. issue. Yes, <laughs> he just wanted to hold that and feel. Yeah, because he just last to hold happened. it. We should say because we talked about that off mic. Uh, he he threw the <laughs> pump, the pumpkin bomb in the last minute, and he had no. He was not holding the pipe, and now when we come back to him here, he's holding the pipe and like dramatically drops it. Uh, yes. So we were like, <laughs> thank you. He, I apologize for the, the off mic thing. Um, but yeah, obviously, if he was been standing there for an hour, he like picked up the pipe and just been like watching intently at the spot yep, where the symbiote yep. died, as one would. It's, it's very sad. Was, just in like, case. He's like, I need, I need time to take this <laughs> in. I'm not yeah. forgetting anything, am I? There's nothing else that I need to do, <laughs> yeah. right? No. Just, it's not like my friend tight. is dying below me or anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. That's, that's not happening. 
Everything's fine. I like, <laughs> I like that we get two contemplation shots from Peter. Like, we get the really wide shot where he dramatically throws down the pipe. And then we get, like, a second one right after it where he, you know, contemplates again and sets his jar or whatever. And mm-hmm. and then we have then we have Sandman, like, interrupt his brooding session. Gotta set the tone of contemplation. I, I suppose you do. I yeah. have a question right. for you guys. Um, so the shot... The second shot of the contemplation moment. Uh, is this? Does this look like some blue screen, or is this just? I'm it feels like the entire thing is a blue screen. I'm yeah, feeling, I'm feeling some. Honestly, it feels more to me like the sound stage, sound stage stuff that they shot for this, which is all the stuff on the set. Like they had a uh, a printed psych up behind them, uh, like what you do for like sitcoms and stuff, where be. like the wall outside like the like outside somebody's window you got to make sure you see downtown chicago or whatever mm-hmm. like yeah. for this it almost feels like a um they put up a printed psych and you and they can look pretty good like they'll backlight them yeah. uh, they look awesome honestly um in a yeah. lot of these you, you never even know yeah, you can tell that that's what it is because there's no life to the background like it mm-hmm. doesn't it's not uh-huh. video footage it's just yeah, a still yeah, yeah, image yeah. yeah i uh when we were on the sister podcast um oh the Matrix Minute. Ah, uh, Matrix Minute. We learned ah. about the, the the name, and that's called a translite. Oh, ah. backdrop that they used to illuminate. That's right. We did talk about that. Oh, we did. That's great. That's a great term. Translite. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, just when wanted that, to no, no, show off like that we were on the Matrix Minute. <laughs> what, what is this show for, if not to learn a bit about filmmaking? I um, know. Try exactly. to learn more every day. Thank you. Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> so this um, translite in the background, possibly. Um, uh, I, I guess it's just it's... maybe just strangely lit because of the the contrast yeah, isn't the, so the, strong. Yeah, the backlight, uh, the uh, the lighting for for Peter yeah. in the foreground is kind of clashing with the mm-hmm. the background light, which yeah. isn't strong. Yeah, because it's not the same source, the yeah. same right. yeah. source of light. Yeah, which yeah, is, it does look a little weird. It, it's it's weird. I mean, I think I think the yeah, it looks weird because I mean, I think it's accurately lit. Um, it's just looks weird because like it's mm-hmm. accurately lit because the backlight is you know obviously the the incoming the oncoming sun um but the 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 other light the actual source that's lighting peter's face are the construction lights so mm-hmm. oh right it's not it's not inaccurately lit it's properly lit it's just that it's like a it was a weird choice because yeah it yeah it, it makes it's gonna make scene, him look separate yeah it yeah. separates him because it's two different types of light. One, yeah, for you sure. know, the backlight is more of like a uh, more of like a white light, and then the construction lights are more of a yellow light, and so it like just ge- it gives it a weird look. I don't know. It does yeah. definitely. When, when Sandman says his little like uh, I didn't want this thing to like catch Peter's attention, I just <laughs> <laughs> this is really dumb. But like the look on Toby's face when he reacts to him, <laughs> it feels like the way I reacted to him yesterday. Like, like where did? He, what is he doing here? Yeah. Where did he come from? It's just like a <laughs> very... blow you up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But that's like the motivation behind what Sandman is doing. Like, why did he stop fighting in the first place? That is what my question is. Maybe I'm stupid and I just don't see the context I here. I don't think you're stupid. I think it is because I, I know when I uh, watched this with the commentary, um, Thomas Hayden Church mentioned another scene with his wife and daughter that they shot uh, around this final battle that got cut at some point mm-hmm. and oh. it almost feels like in between him getting hit with the big missiles and like collapsing into sand and him appearing here as flint marco green shirt and everything that we're missing a bit where like 
his wife and daughter were there at the scene and he interacted with them in some way and then decided oh. to that he wasn't going to fight anymore that makes or more something. sense right yeah. you know there's missing story tissue here yeah because every something. time there's, yeah every <laughs> there's a lot of missing story tissue in this movie uh, uh, yeah every time i see this movie and this happens i always go i always think oh man sandman's gonna attack him now you know and I, I don't have that other uh presumption in mind that he would be just going to be mm-hmm. giving us Chill. a dramatic speech yeah yeah, yeah. monologue so the real question I... is was sandman also waiting there contemplating for yeah sure why not yeah. he was waiting for a couple hours as well i mean an just hour waiting for the moment he was yeah. watching the whole thing well <laughs> he's like i can't let that happen to me <laughs> <laughs> i give up jeez <laughs> all right i'm sorry uh, <laughs> I think I, this is maybe a running tally of how often I say this, but like I just think the suit looks really good in the shot when mm-hmm. Peter like turns to see him. Yeah, like, it does look it looks good. It's yeah. a good looking suit. You would, Zach. You would. I. <laughs> these are things I care about. Uh, uh, I I don't know that I've ever noticed the little uh, the little cuffs on uh, on uh, Sandman's shirt. Um, they like oh oh they like. They like Wait, what? they like See they like cuff around his bicep. Uh, no it's, way. Yeah, it's really elastic. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it makes uh-huh. it makes them look like that. slightly puffy. Like I don't know. It's a weird <laughs> choice. I don't know okay. what they were. I, I don't know what they were thinking with that. But uh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was a way to get it more tailored to his guns, but. Uh, yeah. Like we're not supposed to see it. But... Yeah, yeah. That's For me, the first thing was I always of. the uh, Steve from Blue's Clues shirt. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely yeah, the connection yeah. for me is always that. Yeah, one. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Were you always waiting for Steve on Blue's Clues to like transform into a giant monster? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what I was waiting for. It never <laughs> happened. But luckily, this film is it bridges the gap yeah, bridges somehow. Gap. For sure, providing services, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So he says, "I didn't want this, but I had no choice." And again, the lack of the the missing narrative tissue there is like. The last interaction they had was Sandman trying to like punch him through a wall with the giant extended monster hand. Like, yeah. you had no choice to become a k- kaiju creature in Manhattan <laughs> and try to kill it. What do you mean you had no choice? What is well, this? Yeah. That's, what, that's what Peter's pointing out. He's like, we we all have choices. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, Peter's like you, very. You chose to uh, try to murder me by smashing me into a, a an eye beam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you had a choice when you killed my uncle. Um, you had a choice when you killed my uncle. So when they had their subway fight and uh, Peter went ham on him about, you know, that old man that you killed and whatnot. What does it mean to did, you? Yeah. Everything. Anyway. Oh, you could anyway. Everything. Did he... When did Flint Marco himself put together that... Spider-Man's uncle was the old man. Oh boy! Like um, when is when does he have access to this information? Is it just right now? I think it's like, just right now because he does react to it in a way that like oh that explains a lot about right, why right, I'm dealing right, with right. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that bit. He's like, like that bit in oh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer when they finally tell Oz that vampires exist, and he's like, they're expecting him to freak out, but he's like, no, no, that that actually explains a lot. Like <laughs> just. <laughs> There's not, yeah, not a big yeah. revelation for him. He's just like, oh, oh yeah. okay. The puzzle pieces, they're fitting. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Got it. Uh, suddenly my life same thing uh, here. makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah. I do like the close-up of um, when you have... 
not just Peter here in that wonderful little, you know, just the close-up there, and then it goes back to the close-up of um, of the Sandman. Um, I it just it's beautiful. for me it's very classic um, uh, Bill Pope right there. Oh, yeah, that I is, agree. Yeah, that is the Bill yeah, Pope for look. Sure. That's how I interpret his uh, most of his close-up stuff. It's very. Uh, go on, sorry. Oh, I was just no, gonna say, you. like, the, the, it's so interesting because uh, the lighting that we were just complaining about looks mm-hmm. great in this one. Where oh yeah, it is <laughs> totally different lighting. Where it's oh, yes. like you've got the warm light on his on his uh, like as a uh, uh, not the key light, but the other one, um, like yeah, a, yeah. a background rim light. Backlight. Yeah, no, it's the it's the third one. The Phil, the, Phil, thank you, the Phil okay. light, Phil. Um, which we yeah. should know because we have a Phil. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, the the Phil light is the is the uh, is the the sun rising. And then you've got yes. the, yeah. the the you've got the the sort of like harsh fluorescent uh, white light in the backlight and the uh, the key light, and it, yeah. it shouldn't look this good, but it looks so good. It's beautiful. It I don't know. For me, that is very much uh, that is very much what Bill Pope but, but likes I think to what, do. What Bill Pope nails in like these shots is the contrast. I think that yes. to me is yeah. what sells it because you have this dark background, the subjects lit pretty well but you have the shadow on the face the shadow on the face that creates the right. dynamism because yeah. on the previous shot of peter that was totally full-blown like yeah. more or less direct lighting on his face and the background right. was bright so you had this very flat yeah. image so yeah bill pope that's what i like also about bill pope yeah. is stuff like this yeah you can easily just cut that and put it into the matrix and yeah i never wanted this uh, <laughs> no it's it's <laughs> it looks it looks really great and also like i just Every time they do a close up of Thomas Hayden Church, I'm like, man, yeah, like, how do you cast anyone else as Sandman at this no, point? It's like, true. Mm. I was just, watching this and God. I just, yeah, I just really love what he's doing in, in delivering this. He just looks like he's, he's made of sand. Like, he just. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he like, looks like. A, oh, man. I don't know if that's like a, a compliment Ditko. for Thomas Hayden yeah. Church, but. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, I was about to say he looks like a Ditko drawing, but he looks more like a like a Jack Kirby drawing. Yeah, something. he does. Yeah, he just looks comic booky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember you guys mentioning that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the, pro- the problem once that did I mention Terrace House on the podcast or just like in conversation the other day to you, Scott? Like, I don't this remember. This is the Terrace House effect where yeah. like the people on the show can watch the show. Yeah, uh, ah. so they like have access to. <laughs> conversations that have happened before and they can like catch yeah. it up <laughs> i'm so sorry guys i'm so sorry it's just so no, it's fun. so um close to my memory right now because you know <laughs> well, the way it all to works it. i'm a fan that's fair Thanks, man thank you um, we appreciate it um i uh yeah i just i love i love the look of this guy and uh it's yeah it's great and he's the only He's the only antagonist of any of these movies that like survives the movie, you know? Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. I mean, if Venom wasn't in the film, I don't think we'd be able to be on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one's dying. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. That would yeah. be sad. Yeah. Boy, what does a Grim Reaper do when there's no death? You just all right, I'll come back tomorrow, I guess. It's a good thing. Right. It's a good thing. Next time, gone. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I I think also like Christopher Young deserves props here. Like the music, to bringing it in during the dying of the daughter bit. Like there's narrative tissue missing missing here, and like the lines don't totally make sense. But the actors are really selling it, and the 
the tone that's being set by the music here, I I'm love willing it. to go with it basically. Like it yeah. almost fully saves it just by the like piano in the background mm-hmm. and that like gentle. I I just <sighs> there's so many things in this movie that are just really aces, even amidst the things that don't work. Mm-hmm. They are, this, yeah. I I have Sandman. To, yeah, I, I do music. love the uh, the birth of Sandman. Uh, motif that that uh, exists in this uh, in this movie, and then it's being played right now on in the scene that we're watching here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Christopher Young uh, really knocked it out of the park. I remember in one of the older podcast episodes you guys did that uh, there was always a big issue with having it um, uh, be available commercially because of um, credit disputes. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Credit disputes. But um, <laughs> uh, but I do actually I, I I do listen to the track a lot. Shh, quiet! Don't tell anybody. Yeah, it's, you gotta it's really it good. The the mm-hmm. Sandman one is really good, but like for my money, like the star of this movie is the 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 symbiote. Uh, oh yeah, theme. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh, that's so da, 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 da. like that's da, 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 da. so interesting. You like yeah. that? Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I just think it's like it's. Yeah, it's like big and gothic sounding, and um, it's it's so good. I just it feels like <laughs> I, I don't know, like it it's got it's got a an antihero quality to it, and like I can't okay, really yeah, describe yeah, okay, that. Now I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it has it, it does have that kind of flow that it feels heroic. Dun yeah. yeah, but it always dun, dun. it always ends on a on a, a downbeat, and so it's like yeah. it it always has like that thing where it's like yeah, it's super heroic, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really Imagine good. Imagine Spider Man's theme. <laughs> I know. I know. To be fair, well, Spider Man's theme isn't too close. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Spider Man three. It was for a little while. Um, Anyway, I, anyway. I, I, I really love Christopher Young. That was the one thing I forgot to mention yesterday is that Christopher Young was doing the score for the Venom movie, the spinoff. Oh, uh, no, no way. way. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that would have been cool. Where'd you find this information? <laughs> I've never, that. ever heard of this. I didn't even know it was on the, like, planned. And I usually kind yeah. of get wind I, of these sorts of things, but I've the never only reason, heard The only of way it. that I found all this information was that, like, I just vaguely remembered this, and I was like, am I crazy? And so I just, like, Googled looking for it. Like, wow. Venom spinoff Spider-Man 3, Venom spinoff Topher, Topher Grace, and just, like, tried to wow. find as much information about it as I could. That's very but, dexterous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's uh anyway yeah no no uh, no Sandman spinoff though that wasn't that wasn't a thing. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it could have been interesting if they had brought him back for the fourth one though. Like oh, it's like oh, a yeah yeah yeah, yeah. An, an ally or something. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a little bit of an ally or or maybe he even gets mixed up with Vulture again. But then it's like it's more like complicated because. Now he's just like, well, he already forgave me once. I don't know if I want to do this again. They <laughs> <laughs> keep pulling me back in. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was just that we had interesting pieces on the board here. Like, um, n- this was at a time where these like big superhero movies weren't made with the eye initially, with the eye towards 
this will tie into eight films down the line or something like that. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're we'll trying to make one, see how good it yeah, is, yeah, and that's then what let's I, get a sequel going. Right. I think we talked about that way back in the first we Spider-Man uh, Minute mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. episode with us in it, but yeah. So we talked about sort of how there was more of like a wait to like, hey, we're going to make this Yeah, film. and we want to make this one thing. Weirdly. And there's probably yeah. not going to be space. Like, yeah, like you said, you're not even thinking about like that being a possibility yes. of uh, yeah. redoing it at some point. If, if they had been able to make... If they had had the time, which they didn't, but if they had had the time to make one more draft instead of, or or maybe instead of the really long draft that they made, uh, uh, like instead of like going from that to this version, if they had um, done what I'm about to describe, if they had just all they needed to do was like because the problem, as we've said before, is that is that uh, Harry, it's it's the Harry scene at the end of Spider-Man Two, like setting him up mm-hmm. as the next Goblin in Spider-Man Two is the reason why this movie is overstuffed. It's because yeah. you f- they felt obligated to get to him in this when we've already got all these other things, all these other things we have to deal with. Um, if if instead of dealing with it in this film, if Harry was just missing the whole movie. And so you just have Sandman, the symbiote, and Eddie and Venom in this. It would have been a little more concentrated on that those storylines. And then at the end of it, Harry comes back to town. And you're like, oh, mm. shit, now he's the goblin. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like... And then, mm. and then you set up Sp- Spider-Man 4 as like the return of the goblin. Only it's mm. Harry now. And then that's the end of the oh. franchise. You don't ever do Vulture. You just do Goblin again. Um, yeah. as like the capper to the series. Um, I feel like that would have been uh, uh, a more appropriate use of uh, Harry's character because I think that the biggest problem was like Harry's such a big part of this franchise that it's it's unfortunate that he's just relegated to like one third of a movie. Yeah. He, he should have his whole, an entire movie dedicated to him. But, oh well. Yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll... Poor Harry. Like he's not even wow. he's literally dying and we're not with him <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, we're yeah. going to hear this flashback. Yeah, here. hang with Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get Sandman's side of st- of the story. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll go back to we'll go back to him later. It's just it's so dumb. I, I don't like the way that this movie operates, and I understand why it's happening. I understand that they're like they were under a crunch for time. They had to cut twenty five pages, and so you just get a lot of this stuff where they just keep putting all the different. They have three different plot lines, and each one gets put on ice while while uh, like you know two of them get put on ice while one of them is operating. Yeah, uh, at, yeah at any yeah. one time, they're not like woven together. It's just like all right, pause button on that one. Sandman time. Pause yeah. button on that one. Right, right. Harry time. And it's just, uh, it's it's unfortunate. It, it's actually the, rather than the movie being structured like a movie, it's actually structured like a like a TV series where it's like mm. they're, it's so episodic, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and in fact, if this had been a TV series, I feel like like a little six episode TV series, then I think it would have been uh, much better as a result because there would have been <laughs> yeah. more time yeah. to deal yeah. with everything. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. They needed more they needed more time or I think they may have needed less time. Um, <laughs> either way yeah, I think it would have been the wrong one. amount of time. Yeah. Either way I think I think 3 years was the wrong amount of time. <laughs> uh anyway. Um all right. So then he uh, right. so there there's this whole thing about about choices and mm-hmm. then uh uh Sandman uh takes uh Peter back in time to uh the night his uncle died. 
so that he can he can show him what really happened. Um, yeah, we didn't get to see yeah. that yet. Yeah, right. This no, is the first time. Says, this is the reveal. This is the first time of like the truth. Is the revealed. truth. Okay. Right. Like, well, this we had the truth. He could still be yeah. lying. I don't know. Who knows? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, but it's like a return to this like framing. Yeah. With uh-huh. The black and white and the voiceover. I actually think it's a mistake putting it in black and white. I think it should be in color. Um, Why? Uh, if, yeah, if, you're right. If it's if it's the truth. Right, because last uh, time it was it was Peter imagining what he thinks was happening, and like yeah. he's seeing it in black and white because it's like, oh yeah, obviously bad guy bad, good guy good. <laughs> bad guy That's bad. That's it. I'm seeing black it in black and, and white. white, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and then if they would have been able to play this again, but now it's in color, I think that would have been better. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. What if it f- fades from point. black and white? Two color. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It it sounds like it would be a stretch, but in this movie, wouldn't. It would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Not for Mr. Oz the Great and Powerful himself, Sam Raimi. Ah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Pull pull a a Wizard of Oz here. I do do love that he he knocks on the window with the gun, and and, and Uncle Ben looks over at him like, What's going on? Oh, you want me to get out of the car? All right. Like he just like he doesn't <laughs> fight at all. He's just like whatever you say, Mister. Let's let's all right. He just well, so th- like I going think, with honestly, the flow. At that he age, I think that you just that's yeah. how you react to stuff. I mean, yeah. come on, you've seen a lot of stuff at that point. So you're just like, oh, gun. Oh, I know the spiel. Yeah, get out of the car. All right. Okay. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. Let me see how this plays out. Yeah. yeah. This could be interesting. <laughs> and uh, maybe it will be. Tomorrow, the truth. Um, <laughs> Capital T. Yeah. Right here on Spider Man Minute. That's Spider Man Oh, man. Uh, so, are you guys uh, in the market for some uh, new t shirts and coffee mugs and hoodies and sweatshirts and all that kinds of stuff? Then uh, maybe no, go merch. check Am out I our tea public. <laughs> check out our tea public store, duelinggenre.com yeah. slash merch. Yes, you can, you can buy stuff there. Uh, and uh, you know anything in our store or anything in T Public in general? If you go through our link, we'll get a little cut, and uh, we can we can use that to to help pay for things, uh, keep the lights on, stuff like that. I'll be honest, I, I you know I talk about these things every week, and um, I kind of just use the same terminology as far as like helping us keep the lights on and stuff. If you want to know what I specifically use to pay with these things, with the T Public stuff, I use it to to pay our uh, our uh, uh, fees like. Uh, buying our dot coms and domains yeah. and stuff like that because we have a lot of domains because you know they, they all link back to dual yeah. genre yeah. but we have them anyway and that's uh they they, they all this cost money. goes to my paypal and i use my paypal to to pay all of uh all of our domain stuff with like godaddy and all of that stuff so so that yeah. the websites exist like they just just having the websites cost money so yeah. to keep ourselves at least on the even keel this yeah. is it means a lot it yeah, really so does that's, that's what I use. We get about enough from the T Public stuff to pay for that. So that's where all of that yeah, money goes. Awesome. Um, so uh, the, in case you're specifically wondering where the money goes, that's where the T Public money goes. So that's duelinggenre.com slash merch. And uh, I really appreciate everyone who does that because it means that uh, uh, these HTMLs don't come out of my pocket. Uh, it comes out of T Public's pocket. And uh, that's fine. Their pockets are deep. They don't notice. It's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, anyway, that's uh, duelinggenre.com slash merch. Uh, Thank you to everyone who does that. And we'll be back tomorrow with more of Spider-Man 3 and uh, The Truth, capital T, Truth, in minute 128. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.